This is the National Medicine Symposium from the Canberra National Convention Centre. Part of the symposium speaking about antimicrobial resistance stream and the panel discussion, understanding the big picture and foundations for change. Now, one of the panellists on this was um, Professor Heath Kelly from the Therapeutic Guidelines. And uh, Heath joins us to talk further about antimicrobial resistance. And what sort of a problem is it for us? So it's a, it's a very big problem because we, <coughs> we could evolve into a situation where we haven't got antibiotics that can treat uncommon infections and then we can evolve to a situation where we haven't got antibiotics that can treat common infections. It's not such a big problem in Australia yet, but it's a big problem around the world and we're anxious about importing that problem into Australia or not changing our behaviour in a way that will address the problem before it arises. And what sort of feedback were you getting from your panel discussion this morning? So there was lots of interesting feedback. So we're involved in, in developing the guidelines for antibiotic prescribing. And I was sitting next to an ICU physician who admitted that he prescribed antibiotics for people who were very sick in his ICU. And I asked him whether he read the guidelines before prescribing and he admitted he didn't. So we've got, we've got these sorts of issues where we have guidelines, but some people don't read them, some people don't have them. And we have difficulties, there are tensions in the way we develop the guidelines and we talked about that as well. I could ask Michelle to talk about some of okay. that maybe. Now, that's Heath's passing the baton over to Michelle, you might have to come a little bit closer, I might have to move over to you a little bit. So where do you fit in with the in your role with this? Um, I'm one of the editors on the antibiotic guidelines. There are four of us editors, so the antibiotic guidelines are um, a very big project that Therapeutic Guidelines carries out every four years or so. Um, we're halfway through the current version and um, when we develop these guidelines we look at the evidence available on what the best antibiotic is to use for a particular infection and what dose to use and what duration is best Um, and apart from that there are a whole lot of other considerations that we together with our antibiotic expert group need to take into account one of which is the um, resistance patterns and as he said that's increasing and um, trying to make decisions about what the resistance data means and whether we need to change what we recommend on the basis of increasing resistance is a big area of discussion for our group and as time goes by for some infections we need to change um, to more broad spectrum antibiotics so as to cover these newer more resistant organisms. We're always trying to avoid the um, broad spectrum antibiotics and stick to the narrower spectrum which reduces the problem of resistance but um, it can be a very tricky situation to make those decisions. So we have some interesting discussions with our group. So there must also be a big education process with health professionals in this. Yes, there is. Um, We work on the guidelines with a group of health professionals, mostly clinicians. Um, However, we're not involved in actually taking taking it out into the healthcare environment. So it was very interesting for us to hear about some of the challenges involved in um, implementing change and the kind of things that affect um, prescribing behaviour. We know that clinicians have time pressures and a whole lot of other pressures and, um, and pressures from the uh, the client the patient saying I need to get antibiotics into me yes 
Yes, we do know that. And those, we do discuss those sorts of things with our group. Um, we're trying to cater also to a whole range of different healthcare settings, general practice as well as hospitals and uh, remote versus metropolitan. So that's one of the challenges when developing our guidelines, that we're trying to think about the challenges in different settings and what we recommend in those different situations. And Heath, how, is it, how important is the National Medicine Symposium in disseminating the information and 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 just as a collegiate thing? Oh, so I think it, the importance of that was really well illustrated in the stream that was some that we all took part in before lunch. So we we were able to talk about establishing the guidelines and problems with doing that. But then the colleagues on the panel, and I know you've talked to Kirsty Busings about this as well, were able to talk about some of the problems with implementing the guidelines. So just because you've got, it's a bit like just because you've got a, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. So, you know, how do you, how do you get the horse to drink? And so there's lots of things in hospitals, for instance, where the guidelines were first used. They're mandated as a, a standard against which uh, hospital doctors prescribing is evaluated, whereas that doesn't happen in general practice. So we talked about how could we make that happen in general practice. So it's, a, it's, um, it's that, that opportunity to work with our partner organisations and to hear their current thinking about how the guidelines will influence what they're doing. So when we sit around the table at the symposium 2020, will we be talking about a successful outcome from things discussed today? Well, you know, there were, <laughs> there were a couple of disheartening questions in our stream about someone saying that they'd been to a similar symposium 25 years ago. <laughs> and here we are we're see- seeming to be addressing similar things. But I think there's, now there's a, there's a different will and there's government money, which is a, a whole new a whole new uh, development which we couldn't have talked about 25 years ago. So, in 2020, I think it's not we won't see we won't see it solved, but we'll see definite progress. Well, the future is now. I've read it somewhere for Symposium 2018. <laughs> is it, Michelle? Uh, I think we're in the process of, of changing. <laughs> yes, everyone's, right. grappl- everyone's grappling with these issues, and everyone's you know, trying to do their best to address some of these big problems. So hopefully all working together, we will see significant change in future. I love it. Hey, thank you for grappling with our questions and thank you for grappling with the the big ones here for Symposium 2018. Appreciate your time, Heath. Our pleasure, Ian. Thank you. And Michelle, thank you. Pleasure.